What are the real estate trends in the Kitchener-Waterloo market? How are condos part of that and affordable housing solutions? And how can a condo improve their market value? Hello and welcome to the Grand River Condo Procast. We are the Grand River chapter of the Canadian Condominium Institute. This is a show for condominium owners, directors, managers, and professionals who want to learn more about what it takes to live and work while being successful in this world of condominiums. We all know that living and working in the condo industry is fantastic, but it's also hard work and not always easy to navigate. And you as an owner, director, manager, or professional may not always know where to turn for answers. Well, you've come to the right place. This ProCast will gain you access to industry experts who know the ins and outs of condominiums. You'll also get answers from your peers about how they deal with everyday problems like pets, security issues, legal matters, and more. This ProCast will mainly focus on the Waterloo, Kitchener, Guelph, Cambridge, Brantford, and surrounding areas as that is where our chapter is located. Each episode will have a different host and a special guest. We have some great episodes in the works and we can't wait to share them with you. Make sure to subscribe for future podcasts. And if you're not a member of CCI Grand River Chapter, make sure to head over to our website at cci-grc.ca to join. Until next time, thanks for listening. Welcome to the CCI Grand River Podcast, the podcast dedicated to condo owners and managers anyone interested in the condo industry that serves and just wants to learn more about condos. So today I'm very pleased to have Scott Henderson. Scott's a real estate agent in Kitchener-Waterloo, one of the strongest, biggest on the social media scene. You may have seen him around if you're on the various platforms. Uh, He's actually ranked as the top social media agent in KW, but he's a local guy. He's very involved with community, with charities, uh, has a couple of kids and just loves what he does. We're very glad to have you on today, Scott, just to chat about condos and get some insight from you, if that's okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. And yes, I do love what I do. And I, I hope it's apparent in kind of how I market houses and, and approach real estate. And absolutely. And just as an aside to our listeners, if you go to Scott's website, make sure you do. You got to see his videos. They are very creative as far as real estate videos go. That's how I was introduced to you. He popped up on one of my feeds somewhere and, uh, and certainly I was hooked. I think the views, the eyeballs that you get on those videos are substantially more than the average kind of real estate marketing videos. Is that right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, typically, if I list the house, I'm getting 50,000 plus views. So that's 50,000 extra people that know your house is for sale, right? So marketing matters. So well, absolutely. And they're unique. Like it's not just the can, the standard <laughs> you know, sell your home thing. It's a, they're really, really creative and, and they're a blast to watch. So well done. If, with those. if you can rhyme or make it musical, it's going to stick in some. Yeah, right. Little... And your wardrobes are pretty good too, usually. right? That's <laughs> yeah. So my uh, wife picks those though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so getting right into kind of tapping into your knowledge here of the local Kitchener, Waterloo, Grand River region, uh, real estate market, just in general terms, Things have been going crazy. What do you forecast for real estate sales and the, it's kind of the trends that are happening right now? Real estate has been crazy since 2017. It's been crazier recently, but I mean, the multiple offers, the pricing low and getting substantially above asking has been happening since 2017. But what's happened that's really gotten everyone's attention over the last six months is the pace of how quickly things are increasing in price. 
So the market's been nuts since 2017, but since mid 2021, the market has been just escalating and prices have gone up so dramatically. That's why it's, in my opinion, so prevalent in everyone's conversations. It's it's just going so fast. Well, that's for sure. And I mean, there's the, the good and the bad in that. Those homeowners now are certainly appreciating the increase in value that they're seeing in their homes and their investments, that's for sure. But it's certainly a challenge for those entering the housing market, as you know, and I'm sure you represent all types of clients. What's that looking like? Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, if you own a house and you're looking to downsize from a 3,000 square foot detached house down to a condo, you're laughing. Life is great for you. But if you are trying to get into the real estate market and you're, you've got a family, you want four bedrooms or you need three bedrooms because you're trying to grow your family, it's hard if you don't own something. So affordability is becoming less and less attainable for people, which is actually where condos are a great option for people. It's just changing the mentality. I mean, if you grew up in Kitchener-Waterloo, the thought was, at least when I grew up, it was go to school, find a partner, get a job, buy a house, and have kids was kind of like the right. what was said to us to do. Whereas what's interesting is when I talk to people that are from like downtown Toronto, that wasn't how they grew up. Their their concept was, you know, they they had big families living in apartment style condos. There's different it's just where you're from and what your expectations are. What I'm noticing now is just from price levels, we're seeing people that originally would be contacting me to buy a detached house for their family are now contacting me to buy condos, which I think yeah. is very interesting. I think that's interesting. I'd like to hear about those trends a bit more because and certainly when we say condo, it's pretty big catch-all. When real estate people say condo, they typically mean a high rise or maybe a stacked town type of situation. We in the condominium industry, really, we know that there's townhouse complex that are condominium corporations. There's lots of different varieties of, of condos, right? Uh, conversion condos and, and all the rest of it. But I, I'm curious about, first of all, that Toronto market that you mentioned. I think you see a lot of people coming and buying in this market. I'm also yeah. curious on what the condo trends are on the demographics, what you're seeing kind of purchasing and uh, who's buying and where are they coming from and where are they going to if they're selling? Sure. For me, my clients that are actually buying condos here are typically from the area. And and for me, the people that are typically buying the condos are people that really want to stay in KW, but have a price max that makes them stay in condo. So under 700,000 currently, Detached houses. I think there was one that sold under 700,000 in the last month in Waterloo region. Whereas with condos, there was plenty, right? So there's lots of options under 400,000. So what I'm finding so for one bedrooms, it's typically single people with one income or people that want to get into the market and are have a max of 500,000 then you're looking at one bedroom apartment style condos. And then if you have two incomes and you're looking at a two bedroom and your affordability is up to maybe 600,000, then there's a lot of apartment style, but then you can also get into, as you mentioned, there's lots of options. There's townhouse condominium options. There's the stacked towns. There's the row house condos. There's different styles of condos that aren't necessarily in an apartment style. 
But again, like I'm not a mortgage broker, but approximately to give you perspective, around $100,000, which is a lot of money, like that is a good amount of income, but $100,000, you're essentially in the mid sixes for purchasing power, right? So if you haven't owned anything. So if nothing detached is selling in the mid sixes and you don't have help from someone, you don't have a co-signer, you don't have a million dollars squirreled away as savings, yep. your options are essentially condos, right? Yeah. And that's the interesting piece about the whole housing affordability thing is I think condos are one piece of that. And certainly we're not going to see less numbers of condos being built. <laughs> we're going to see more with all the uh, intensification that we need to see to meet the goals and, you know, avoiding the sprawl and all the rest of things that we're facing. So I'm, I'm a little curious too, maybe just on with this whole COVID thing happening, what were you seeing for your sellers and your purchasers on as far as trends on ins or outs of condos? What was uh, Has that changed the mindset of what people want to, to live in? For sure. Yeah. So before COVID, I honestly, I felt like there was a big trend towards condos that were very walkable. And what I mean by that is the idea of being able to get everything in your surrounding area. So I was seeing people actually sell their detached houses in suburbs to move into condos in the hearts of the cities, whether it's, you know, Uptown Waterloo, downtown Kitchener. And the idea was, you know, it's lifestyle. So you you live there, beautiful, big windows, you move in, you pop into Vincenzo's and grab, you know, your snack for the day, your yeah. meal for the day, go up and cook it. And then you could walk down to the square and you can do different. It was fun, right? And you're on so, the LRT line as well. I mean, that was a big oh, yeah. Yeah. LRT, don't have to worry about, you know, having a car if you don't need one, walk to work. So that was really starting to become lifestyle choice. People were loving it. But then when COVID happened, I found that with the people I was talking to, and again, everything I'm saying is just based on my observations, but like the people I was talking to, I found that they all of a sudden wanted space. And then the premium on space and detached and square footage really became a thing. So I had some clients sell their condos that they loved because now none of the restaurants they like to go to were open. None of the things that were happening downtown were happening. And they're working at home. <laughs> they're working at home, right? They yeah. didn't have to walk to work. So the idea was like, well, I don't need this anymore. So why don't I get more space so I can actually have a backyard because I can't go and do these things. So then that happened for, I would say, most of 2021. But I helped a client buy a one-bedroom, beautiful, by the way, brand new, actually, the, the Northfield ones. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful Blackstone condos. I helped a client buy one of those for mid-300s in 2021. And I just saw one that sold in the mid-fives. That's a huge difference, right? So as you can see, like the trend back towards condos and again with affordability is definitely happening. But also now that things are opening, I want to live downtown again, right? I can walk to restaurants. We're going to have things that are happening in the downtown core. I want to live there, right? I can go do things. Now offices are going to start opening up again. Now all the things that made things really attractive are coming back. And we're seeing that with the prices. Well, that's for sure. The workplaces, you know, as that starts to open back up, you're right. There's going to be this sense of 
I want to be back in the action again because there's action to be had, which is a good thing for all of us, I think. But it's interesting how almost quickly those trends have changed and followed what was happening in our in our world at the time, right? So that's pretty cool. So I want to flip it around now to the condo owners, uh, the board members that are listening and uh, part of CCI. And we know this is an active volatile market. We know that there's it's very competitive and there's just price wars and, and all that stuff that's happening when you're seeing condos that are being listed. What can a board member do or even a condo owner do to kind of enhance their corporation, whether that's that high-rise tower or that townhouse complex or whatever it is, but that condo entity? Because yeah, you, you're selling up that unit, but you are certainly involved in that community as a whole, aesthetically, financially, all the rest of that come with that. So as a kind of the outside professional looking into a, to talk to a condo board, what tips or, or ideas might you give them? I would say if you're looking to be the condo that people are jumping to go see, I, I'd say people are buying an experience, right? And like the concept of, of living there needs to be uh, appealing, right? So if I'm pulling up and you know, you're paying condo fees to live in a townhouse condominium complex. How does that complex look? How does it feel when you pull in, right? Like this is part of the expanse of, of living there. That's what brings up sale prices out of most of my showings. While I'm walking in, my clients will tell me whether or not they want the house and we haven't even seen it or they want the condo. Like we're walking in, they're like, oh yeah, this is nice. I'm like, we haven't even been in the unit. Right. But it's that initial feeling. The other thing, it's interesting. I see older condos have really strict animal policies. And it's funny because almost, I can't say all, because if I say all, I'll be wrong, but almost all of the new build and the newer condos don't really have animal policies or it's very lax. Or they're catering to them, Scott. They're, they also build doggy showers and, and, you know, entities. Yeah. So one thing I'm seeing in general for the demographic after me, as well as, as my demographic is really like pets being family members and needing to bring your pets into your, your condo lifestyle. So with condo buildings that don't allow pets, right, they're completely off the table, right? So I have two dogs, but there's a rule that I can only have one dog and it has to be under 10 pounds. Well, I'm not going to you know, give up Sparky so I can live in your condo, right? That's one thing I would definitely say. The other thing I would say in general is just the condo fee structure. So I've seen some condos that have just had flat condo fees. And then my clients have been very frustrated when the people with a 2000 square foot apartment condo pay the same condo fee as the 1000 square foot condo whereas a lot of condos what i see is kind of like a price per square foot so if a 1000 square feet is $400 condos well 2000 square feet would be $800 condo fees right so it's it's proportionate to your percentage absolutely yeah that's interesting uh, take and i think as condo managers and boards i think we need to do a better job explaining where the fees come from. Because as you know, when you dig into it a yeah. bit, there's there's often a lot of variables that are in one condo's fees that aren't in another. And there's different reasons for for what's happening. But I think that's one thing that's really cool. I, I, the pet thing's curious. I think that's that's very interesting thing for condo owners to think about. Uh, because you're right, established condos that have been around for a while are often very proud of those rules as well. But they've been, you know, we've had this building and 
there's no dog mess anywhere. And it's, you know, they're kind of, that's the way it is. And that's the way they like it. But thinking about that's one potential where you might be losing some value in the market that's going crazy, right? That because of the people that are looking to purchase. So I think it's just may or may not be right for that community to make that decision about pets, but it's at least something to think about and be aware of. I think that's very interesting. Also being aware of what you're competing against, right? So if a condo is uh, within walking distance of your condo and, and it has a gym, pet washing station, beautifully updated like entryway, and it has beautiful appeal, it has the same condo fees as yours, right? Like you shouldn't be surprised that they're going to be selling for more money than yours, right? Like it's going to be more appealing. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's great. Well, I think we're just about out of time, Scott. I think it's some really good insights for these uh, condo owners and board members and managers to hear what a real estate professional has to say. Can you just give our listeners the best place to go to go search you up and find out about you? Sure. Um, you can either go to Facebook and type in Realtor Scotty H with an IE for the Scotty, or you can go to www.scottyh.com and that's S-C-O-T-T-I-E-H.com. And that has uh, my videos and kind of who I am. Perfect. We'll be sure to put those in the links below and people can link to those uh, websites. And to the listeners, we would appreciate if you give us some uh, nice star rating, maybe make a comment and like the podcast today always helps our growing audience as well, too. So thank you very much, Scott, for your time today. Appreciate you spending time with us and we look forward to our next podcast. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please make sure to leave us a five-star review on your podcast streaming app of choice as it only helps promote the show. We'll be back in two weeks with another amazing episode. So stay tuned. We will see you then.